Welcome to another episode of Seedless Radio. This is Ro Hurley, and with me is Chris Otto, my co-host. Welcome, Chris. How you doing? Good. How are you? Great. Cool. So, um, let's see. What's been going on? I've, I read about this Krispy Kreme donut burger. Have you tried that? Um, no, I don't plan to. It's uh, like 1,500 calories, which is basically probably less than I eat in a day. Yeah, I'd say that's like... A, what's, what's a normal daily... Probably about, about, I would say maybe 1,000 to 1,200. Right. 1,300 maybe. And I'm yeah. going to guess these aren't the good calories maybe. I would imagine they're like heart attack city. Yes. I mean, because you've got a Krispy Kreme donut. You've mm-hmm. got cheese. You've got a cheeseburger in there, a burger with cheese on it. You've got mm-hmm. bacon. Um, and it's like the buns, the Krispy Kreme. And it's disgusting. I mean, it looks gross. I don't know how people eat it. Well, let me ask you a question. Is there any food that you can think of uh, besides, like, sweet and sour pork <laughs> that is sweet and salty that you enjoy? Sweet and salty. Um, right. Like, do you like the McGriddle? I've never had a McGriddle, I'm proud Good. to say. Yeah, you're not missing much. <laughs> There's those uh, Take Five bars that Hershey makes. It's um, chocolate mm-hmm. with a pret- like a salty pretzel. In okay, it. there you go. Chocolate covered pretzels. Those are good. But I'm more talking more of like a meaty substance mixed with a with a cheese mixed with something sweet. Like I knew a girl that I dated one time that she used to like to put cheese and melt it on top of her ice cream. Okay, yeah, people do that on apple pie in the south. Yeah, that that's ultimate. That's really gross. Which is kind of weird, but um, no, I, I can't really think of anything that, that like. But you know, Southerners eat everything. Yeah. You know? I mean, they fry cookie dough. It's disgusting. Yeah. But, I mean, that comes just from the old. I mean, it's probably passed down through generations because you know they're hungry. You know. So they'll eat anything. It's kind of like pig slop. They just throw what they don't eat in a big box, and then they put that out for the pigs. That's pretty much what they do for themselves as well. That's like they do in China. They eat bugs and everything. But this is pretty gross. I mean, I I don't even like Krispy Kreme donuts because they're too sweet. Right. But I just can't imagine, like, and you feel like shit when you eat one, right? But I just can't imagine putting cheese on that and a burger and bacon. They put bacon on it. Yeah, it's gross. I mean, you don't just feel bad, like physically like like you get the sugar rush and then you go down but you also feel bad like that you just did that to your body yeah definitely and oh my god and 1500 calories for just one burger it's pretty sick right anyways and, and you can th- think of 15 ca- 1500 calories that you could you could put into your body that could be just really good food yeah really tasty food like a kobe steak with a nice salad with couple glasses of red wine that would be less than that one burger yeah exactly um have you tried the mcriddle uh yes i have i i I just can't i don't know i just i can't bring myself to even try it what is it exactly it's it's uh basically an egg mcmuffin except the bread it would be more of a sourdough type but it's not sour it's more of a toast kind of thing. french toast yeah exactly sorry blinked on that but uh, it's got an egg McMuffin is what sausage and egg and right. cheese. Yeah. Well, an egg McMuffin doesn't have a sausage, but this is a sausage McMuffin. Okay, with, so it's sausage, cheese, and egg. And it's got French toast on it, and it's got 
syrup on it. Oh, gross. Yeah, that's why. That's where the comparison is. And I had one when I was drunk, uh-huh. uh, and it was one of the best things I ever tasted. <laughs> and then I had one after I got sober, and it was the two worst bites of any sandwich I ever took <laughs> before I threw it at something. Oh, that's pretty nasty. But yeah, I've I've never had the urge to have a McGriddle. I, I rarely eat a McDonald's. So. That's admirable. Yeah, I, uh, I, I do the same. I try to stay away from there. It's it's gross. You watch movies like Fast Food Nation, Food Incorporated. It, it gets hard. Yeah. It, it, now, I, I definitely don't think I'll be trying the Krispy Kreme donut burger, and I won't be trying the McGriddle. Now, oh, you live in, well, shoot, I live in Arizona, and you live in Texas, so I guess they probably are available near us. I would imagine. In Texas, yeah. they they eat anything disgusting. So I'm sure, like like you do, sometimes you just imagine that you live in California. <laughs> That's what I do. I just go through life like I'm in California, and it's really sunny out. Yeah, I'll be back there one day. But um, I will as well. But um, so, anyways, Most Def came out with an album mm-hmm. last June called The Ecstatic, mm-hmm. and I don't know how this one slipped past me. It slipped past me too. Yeah, it it actually was released. It was the first album to be released. On a T-shirt, it had the the album art on the front of the T-shirt, the song list on the back of the T-shirt, and the T-shirt tag had the download code. Now, how innovative is that? It's very innovative. It, it what, what I think he's piggybacking on is the success of the uh, Radiohead. Remember when they put their whole CD out and you could pay what you want? Yeah, and and, and I paid. Well, no, I'm not going to brag about it, but um. I, I got it for free. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and uh, but but they ended up making uh, pretty good money for it. Yeah, yeah, and well, they ended up they did release it on CD too. I actually bought the CD when Virgin Records went out of business. You know, mm-hmm. the CD was like someone had misplaced it, so it's like all the cool stuff had been bought, but mm-hmm. someone had misplaced the Radiohead in Rainbows in the wrong section, and I found it, and I got it for like two bucks, the actual <laughs> physical CD, but. Um, but I had already had the download, and I wasn't too impressed with In Rainbows. Not my favorite Radiohead album, but um, but now when you download, uh, when we downloaded the album, it was an MP3 format, right? I don't remember. I got it from a torrent site. <laughs> yeah, I got it um, from Radiohead site, but uh, okay, I got it from a torrent site as well. But I, I believe it was an MP3 format, so. Mm-hmm. The actual CD is going to have to be in better quality because MP3, by definition, is compressed music, right? I, I really don't know. Yeah, MP3 is a form of music compression. So I think maybe they probably recouped some of their money as well by people that actually are audiophiles and want to listen to an actual CD. Maybe. I don't know. But I don't, did Most F release his as a CD as well? I don't think he did. I was under uh, the impression that it was only available via download. I, I downloaded the CD and it does come with a CD cover and so I, they, they did release it as a CD because it has the back cover of the CD and the front cover when you download mm-hmm. it, it comes with all that stuff and had a back cover the insert and everything so yeah it definitely did come as a CD as well oh okay but yeah the, the t-shirt idea I think is great it's, it's almost like um, it's almost like artists are finally saying okay we give up we, we know that the music is online Mm-hmm. And we know it's like saying that the death of the physical 
CD or physical recording. It's like they're admitting to it now. Well, yeah, they're evolving, and they have to. Yeah, I'd like to know how that sold, because um, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, and I think, just to bring up Most Def for a second, Most Def is just a really, really good hip-hop artist. Um, he doesn't have one song about shooting a gun, about driving in a nice car, about wearing a nice watch or necklace, anything like that. Mm-hmm. He's what, I, well, I would say this, he's what Kanye West said he was going to be before he turned into Kanye West. Yeah. What's up with Kanye? What is up with Kanye? Is he? I mean, I, was, he, I mean, what did he ever gain back his fan base or is he still the social pariah or what is, what's, what's let, going on? Let me get, here's my market research that I've done on it. Mm-hmm. I have Kanye West as a Facebook friend. Okay, but it's uh, really his media personnel. It's not really him, right? Um, well, it's whatever. I believe it's him because it's in all caps and it's just all oh, of his. Oh, yeah, he types on his blog in all caps. That is yeah, so it, annoying. Right, and all it is is like if he sees a lamp that he likes, <laughs> what I think he does is he'll like cut and copy the link, email that to whoever does his Facebook page, and they'll set it up. But that's all it is. It's just merchandise, which is disgusting because that's what he started out. I mean, the song All Falls Down actually has the, a lyric that says, single black female addicted to retail. But that's what he is. Uh-huh. He's become what he started out not to be, and that's why he's so well, disgusting. So here's the thing is I think they all start out that way. I think I think <laughs> everyone's goal is to be famous and make money. I don't think anyone's goal is to be the, you know – stay a poor bohemian musician and mm-hmm. i mean they'll say that and that's maybe the image they portray but mm-hmm. but in reality they want to get rich that's just right. how it is i, I, I mean the, the same for every single artist out there i could say that's true except i can think of two hip-hop artists that's not true for it's definitely true for all <laughs> no i wouldn't say it for most deaf i mean he wants to make money but he won't sell out his principles to do so is, mm-hmm. is that what you're implying yeah, definitely. I don't think he's ever sold out his principles to make money. I think this T-shirt deal is part proof of that. I think if you listen, if you listen to the CD, it proves it too. It's not, it's not song that it's going to be bumping in the club. Uh-huh. It's not song you're going to listen in your car. It's music that's actually intelligent and smart. Uh-huh. Um, back to Kanye. The other artist would be Talib Kweli, um, really good lyricist. Uh, Jay Z once said that if lyrics sold, I'd be lyrically Talib Kweli. So basically what he's saying is, like, if what Talib Kweli did made money, he would do it. So Talib Kweli, he actually does stay uh, independent, and he stays with what it is. Oh, an immortal technique as well. I, You know what? I, no offense, but I totally don't believe any of that for a second. I think that that's the image that they want to portray. Right. And I think that everyone has their price, and they would sell out in a freaking New York minute. I would agree with that, except why wouldn't they put out a club song? I don't know. I'm not, I mean... That's what sells. That's what's going to get on your, your hip-hop station. That's what's going to get on your hit station is, is a club song. Neither of them have. Well, I, I don't know. I just think that's kind of... Um, anyways, let's move on. Anyway, well, real quick, one more thing about uh, Kanye. I think the only chance Kanye has of resurrecting his career... Would be if he got all the people together that he wrote beats for, like he 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 does beats for all the rappers. Mm-hmm. 
from the game to Jay-Z to everybody. What he needs to do is go to him and say, look, I've been good to you. I've given you beats. I've helped your career. And, like, he really has helped people's careers. Like, the game wouldn't, wouldn't be the game without uh, Kanye West, Lupe Fiasco. What, what they all need to do, a collaboration on one song, call it Forgive Kanye or I'm So Sorry or something like that. Why would they do that? Because, well, for one thing, he's a member of Rockefeller Records. Rockefeller so? Records, Rockefeller, I was, I'll continue. Okay. Rockefeller Records is owned by Jay-Z. Jay-Z wants money. Kanye West was one of his biggest earners. I think he would like to continue with that. Jay-Z's new album has two songs that Kanye does beats for, and it has one song featuring Kanye's lyrics. So they they have a vested interest. They're, all of their all of their their past records have Kanye beats, and if if he's going to be a pariah like that, they're not going to be able to sell their past albums as well as they could. So I think they do have a stake. I mean, so you're, you know, so what you're saying is, is their their past albums are only selling as good as they are because Kanye was on them. No, I'm just saying that's one facet of it. I just think that's one part of it, and I think now, like like for instance, the song "Dream" by uh, the Game, it was a Kanye beat, and it was a really good Kanye beat. That song, I don't think people like it as much. I don't think people go back and and want to get the Game's new first album because that was the best single on it. But anyway, my, my, my thought was if they, if they all got together, did a collaboration, Young Jeezy is another big one. He's really popular right now. They all do a verse about how sorry he is, like makeup stuff. So he called me crying that night. He realized he talked about his mother and how maybe he needed help with alcohol, you know, anything. If they all got together and collaborated, did that, I think he could sell himself back to the, to the hip-hop community. I don't think... So, so wait, wait, wait. So... So you so what you're saying is that they should risk becoming the pariah themselves by defending the pariah. They're already linked to him. Yeah, but they they're are. they're not linked to him supporting what he did to Taylor Swift. They're not linked to him in that sense. No one I mean, who has come in his defense? Um, the game did. Um Jay Z had a statement. I'd have to Google to say what it is. But most of them have come and just said, yeah, Kanye makes bad decisions sometimes, and that's why he's not going on his tour. He's going to take time and think about it. Yeah, that's not really backing him, though. That's just repeating what his press people have said. That his, His press people, wouldn't you say they back him? And if they're. Yeah, but his press people aren't the artists. I'm sorry? I'm. This is a strictly hypothetical. I'm just saying okay. that's the only way he'll get accepted back into the rap community. Mm-hmm. As far as getting accepted back to where he was actually making his money, teenagers mm-hmm. and world tours, he can fucking kiss that goodbye. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Country Music Awards came, and, and what did they do? They gave Taylor Swift Artist of the Year. Oh, they did? Yep. Oh, that's funny. And uh, I forget who it was one of those hicks. It wasn't. Billy Ray, but it was oh, one of them. They so sang funny. a song, Mama, don't let your babies grow up to be Kanye. <laughs> did they really? Yeah. And oh, then they did another God. thing where somebody I really was... hate country people anyway. Oh, God, so. me too. <laughs> that, that, that was why... That's not even clever, really. I mean, no. you know, when you think about it, you know, mm-hmm. it's like yeah. they're just they're just capitalizing on, exactly. on the hype of that. But, yeah. but that song isn't clever at all. Who did no. that, I wonder? Shoot, I, I, it, it, it's one of the bigger ones. It, it's not Billy Ray Cyrus. 
Was it um, like Toby Keith or? Yeah, it was. I, I believe that might be it. Uh-huh. But it's one of those guys. It's one of those guys that even if you don't listen to country, you know his name. And then they, of course, they did the. A guy was accepting awards. Somebody ran up and grabbed the mic out of his hand and said, oh, "That's great, but uh, but uh, I think." I, I think Garth Brooks had one of the greatest videos of all time. Oh y'all. my God, that is so played out. Yeah. Oh, they, they really they, did that. Oh my God. And they gave Taylor Swift Artist of the Year strictly because she had a, a black guy rip a microphone out of his hand. Well, I mean, you know, all those guys are probably like a bunch of rednecks. You think? <laughs> you know, they were probably like dying <laughs> to lynch Kanye. Yeah, I mean. I can understand it too. I mean, it it's disappointing to me because I've had a lot of black people take things out of my hand and I've never gotten a single thing out of it. <laughs> In fact, I've actually lost things because of it. Uh-huh. And that's not even a racial thing. I've had white people take stuff out of my hand too and it ended up the same way. Uh-huh. But uh, for her, man, I bet her publicist would pay money to have that happen again. You think she would go back in time and say, I don't want that to happen? Yeah, definitely. That's I think true. the next day when she was on The View... Mm-hmm. She was probably on cloud nine. She knew the entire. She, she she twitters. She thanked her Twitter fans before Kanye. Or no, she thanked her Twitter fans after Beyonce was so classy mm-hmm. to let her win an award. Like Beyonce gives a fuck about a video music award at this point. Yeah, I heard that Beyonce's. I guess Beyonce's father is involved in her career somehow. Yeah, yeah. And he, he was the one together. who suggested who who backstage. Yeah, put it together and said, mm-hmm. okay, when. It, or I'm, he put Destiny's Child together. I don't know if he... No, no, he, he... From what I read, and, and this was on one of the tabloid sites, so who knows, but mm-hmm. but I read that um, Beyonce's father, once that happened to Taylor Swift with Kanye on the stage, mm-hmm. Beyonce's father got to her and said, if you win something, you need to call Taylor Swift out to to finish her speech because that will just be your glorifying moment. And so that was like all prearranged somewhat, you know? Yeah. It makes sense. I mean, I've never been in public. I've never been a publicity guy. Mm-hmm. But if I was her publicist, w- wouldn't I tell her to do it? I mean, Definitely. she's got forty thousand moon men. That's not even a fucking real award. Mm-hmm. It's not a Grammy. It's not an American Music Award. It's it, it's nothing. It, it, it's a it's plastic. It, it's mm-hmm. it's it's worthless. The VMAs have become a joke. The only reason the the real winner in that whole situation, besides Taylor Swift, was MTV. Mm-hmm. Because it let people know that they actually still play music videos. Well, and Russell Brand, he scored Katy Perry that night. Yeah, he scored Katy Perry, but he also, he didn't do that well. And he, I don't think he'll do it again next year. I thought he did okay. I did too, but we both are real big uh, Russell Brand fans. Yeah, that's but, true. But uh, looking at Twitter, looking at blog entries of other people, I just don't think, uh, I just don't think. I think British, British humor is like, people love it or hate it there's no like middle yeah. ground with it it's real dry it's real yeah maybe that's but, uh, why because the, the the general mass is like you figure who's who are probably watching the vmas in the midwest or wherever in the u.s they're eating those Krispy cream donut burgers right. um you know they they probably don't get they probably don't get meaning don't understand russell brand yeah and then his humor is real biting mm-hmm. and when he's like when he when he was making fun of Megan Fox and they cut to Megan Fox and they showed her face, that was so funny. But I know if I was a 16-year-old girl, because usually whenever I do things, you know, some people, what would Jesus do? Mm-hmm. I always think, what would a 16-year-old girl do? <laughs> okay. And uh, That's kind of creepy, Chris. But okay. I know, but it's true, and I like to be forthcoming so that in the future, because basically the guy, 
that we interviewed today, Joe, uh-huh. he said that uh, a, a sociopath is a good-looking person and a pathological liar. So I got to be brutally honest because I'm really good-looking, and I don't want to be labeled as a sociopath. Mm-hmm. So that's how I think. Um, and I think uh, when he was when he made fun of Megan Fox for being nuts, and they cut to her face, she just looked like she just wanted to like take a shit, vomit, and run all at the same time. Mm. Do you remember that joke? Yeah, yeah, I don't remember the joke, but I remember the moment. Yeah. And I hate Megan Fox, so that was awesome. Yeah, that actually that's becoming a trend with most people. They're like she went from like being the the number one hottest starlet to being like a kooky bitch faster than Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, she's like she's not in. I think it's funny how haughty she is, and she's not even in any really good movies. She's in Transformers movies, and right. and yet she talks like she's Meryl Streep or somebody, you know? Yeah, and she's a horrible actor. I mean, I've, I've never, I didn't see Transformers. I have no interest in seeing a movie based on a TV show that's based on, that was just used to sell action figures, you know? Right, right. I, I have no interest in that. I don't care how great the special effects are. It's like G.I. Joe. I grew up loving G.I. Joe. I grew up loving Transformers. I have no desire to see either of those movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, she's I, just a hot chick, you know. Right. And I bet her acting is just so forced and mediocre. Just, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I saw clips of that that horror movie she's in. I forget what it's called, oh, and yeah. that's probably a good thing. And I mean, yeah, she's hot. Yeah, they, there's good special effects. When that ends, what else is there? Nothing. Yeah, no porn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's softcore porn. <laughs> but um, so now, what about? Fred Phelps. Now he's the ringleader of the God's God Hates Fags group. He's the pastor of the, the uh, what is it? Westboro Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's uh, protesting, or he protested in D.C. outside of the Sasha and Malia's school. Which right. To me, I mean, this guy, he's such an attention whore. Right. And he does things that are like so horrific. He's like the mm-hmm. PETA. Of the Baptists. That that's I wouldn't even say PETA. Uh-huh. What I would say, rather than compare him to PETA, I'd compare him to like the ELF. Those are the guys that the guys that like are environmentalists, so they go and burn down car dealerships. Uh-huh. That's who I compare him to. I mean, he like the signs that they were holding at that school what, were what did like. They say? One of the signs said, uh, "You know the Fort Hood, the Fort Hood attack." Uh-huh. And they had signs referring to that, saying that he was sent from God to kill the troops. Mm. And yeah, and I just, I'm just so disgusted by that family. I, I really wish they didn't get any press at all. I just don't get who their base is. It, it, it must just be a local thing. But like, I can understand. Okay, you're you're a pastor of a or whatever you call the head of a Baptist church. Mm-hmm. Well, it's You're... his family. He's he's an inbred motherfucker, and, right. and like his daughter has kids, and I mean he's got family involved in this cultish, you know, creepy church. Right, but he's also got other people involved because if you've seen uh, when Michael Moore did the part about him, or if you've seen any other uh, uh, when uh, what was the name of the Bill Maher movie? Oh, uh, religious. Re- religiosity or whatever. Yeah, he it was did a part. Spelled wrong, I think. Okay. Um, but when he did, uh, but what my point was is that he they have other followers. I just don't understand how because, okay, I understand it. You, you're a Baptist church, good. 
You say that gays suck. Good. You start saying soldiers suck. That's that your your base is not going to react to that. Right. Um. So. Yeah. No. Um. I. I just. I don't get how he can rightfully like he goes to the funerals of soldiers and harasses their family. You know, during the funeral procession. Right. It's disgusting. He goes to every tragic, horrible event. You know, every massacre or whatever in the U.S. and and goes out there and holds these horrible signs. You know, and I just I think it's disgusting, and and I think he's disgusting. I think his family's disgusting. Um, I think his followers are disgusting. But what now? What was his point outside of Sasha and Malia's school? Well, basically, they're the children of the president who's pro-gay and pro-abortion. It's that and so, simple. And so he had to harass them. So, so he has he's to going to military funerals to harass yeah. them. What did they ever do? Yeah. Come on, man. And this is when Bush was president, who they should love. Bush hated gays. Bush hated abortion. Yeah. Bush hated aborted gays. <laughs> um. <laughs> so yeah, that that's kind of creepy, though. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just the shock value. I just, I can't understand how he could get one parishioner, you know? I don't understand wh- why anybody would go and be a part of that church unless they really hate themselves some gays. And But I don't see, I just don't see the disconnect between that and they usually, the same people that hate gays, they're the same ones that really support the troops. Mm-hmm. They're really pro-war. They're really pro-death penalty. They like bombs. They like all this stuff. And and the other thing about it is churches, they always say what they hate, but what I will give them is they always have what they, they always tell you what you should do, and they always say, you go to heaven if you do this. Mm-hmm. The whole basis of the God hates, God hates fags is that America is doomed. There's nothing anybody can do to stop it. Mm-hmm. America's doomed. Everybody's going to hell. You're going to hell. I'm going to hell. We could accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. We can go baptize ourselves 14 times a day. We're still going to fucking hell because there's a gay guy sucking another gay guy's dick somewhere mm-hmm. in America. That's mm-hmm. it. So there's not even any hope that he, can, that, he can, that he can try to sell to people. There's nothing he can sell. That's what I don't understand. Yeah. So it has to be. I think there's either something in the water there. I mean, I, I watched a documenta- uh, documentary about uh, Jonestown. Are you familiar with that? Yeah. People drink the Kool-Aid? Yeah. And, I, like, I, I knew the whole thing, and I knew, you know, at the end he commit, convinced them all to do, commit suicide, but I didn't know how crazy that church actually was. Yeah. Like, he had them beating up each other if, like, he heard one of them was getting out of, out of going out and doing something he didn't like. Well, think about it. He was able to move these people who yeah. had never been out of the country to Guyana. Yeah, that's know? so fucking impressive. Yeah, that's that's amazing. But yeah. um Imagine but, having those skills, man. Well maybe then on the bright side, Fred Phelps group will commit a mass suicide. I think that's their only that, that's their only solution. That's and awesome. and I would help them, I'd help fund it. Mm-hmm. I'd help them I'd help them pick out the right, you know, Central Pacific Island to to go to. Mm-hmm. But yeah you know, they need Go ahead. I'm we'll sorry. have to ask um Scott Sanders, the director of Black Dynamite, went to the same school as Sasha and Malia. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, ask him. Really? Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, so we'll have to ask him about... And I know he's familiar with the God Hates Fags people, so we'll we'll have to have him on again and ask his opinion on this because I just think the the Phelps family... I mean, I'm kind of, in a way, fascinated by white trash, but, but in a way, I just wish these people were wiped off the face of the earth. Oh, of course. You know, but... um. Anyhow, the the DC sniper is dead, John Allen Muhammad. One of them is, yes. That's right. He had a seventeen year old in the back seat doing the actual shooting, didn't he? Well, yeah. Well, it, that's up in the air. If he did all the shooting, I think mm-hmm. they both got in the back at some point. One would get in the back one time, one would get back the other time. Common common sense would make you think the kid is the one that got in the trunk, mm-hmm. but it was a, it was a big it was a big car. Right, well, and plus to aim the way they did, and from a moving vehicle, sometimes, I mean, I, the guy, the guy was military trained, wasn't he? Um, yeah, John Allen Muhammad was. Yeah. Lee Boy Malvo was wasn't. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if if they were moving or not. But if they were moving, that's really impressive. I thought they parked and shot, and then just kind of chilled or drove, drove off. off slowly. But if they were doing it moving, that uh-huh. is that's that's some JFK Lee Harvey Oswald type shit. Right. And uh, right now you're hearing a lot of backlash about the fact that Lee Boyd Malvo, the younger one's not getting the death penalty. Yeah, because he was underage at the time, right? Yeah, but people, uh, half the people don't even realize that he's underage because now he's 18 or 19. They all think Mm -hmm. he was 18 or 19 when it happened. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, and then at the same time, they just, they just think, well, if you can try a kid as an adult, why can't you kill a kid as an adult? And I agree with that. And they used to, right? And I, don't, I mean, yes. in the past. Yeah, it was actually black, black kids. Like yeah, in the yeah. South? Oh, my God. Yeah, they specialize in murdering or killing what, black people. What was that, that kid, that 14-year-old in Chicago, Edgar? Somebody? Not familiar with that case. But they, it, the, they lynched this 14-year-old because he supposedly made a pass at a white woman. I mean, that kind of shit, you know? So Wait, this is a modern-day lynching? No, no, no. It was like oh. in the 50s or something. Okay. Because I was just reading, I forget where it is, but there is still a gallows somewhere. And it is mm. still legal for them to hang people. Wow. But they're, they're, they don't do it, and they're trying to actually sell it to like the Smithsonian, but the Smithsonian doesn't buy anything. So they're trying to sell it to some museum, but nobody really wants it. But it's the, it was, it's the last actual gallows, mm. which is basically a place that they use to hang people. In the U.S., this place is? Yes. Wow. Yeah, um, oh, yeah, they, they're hanging people left and right outside the country. I mean, we hung Saddam Hussein. Yeah, that's right, in, our, in Iraq. Mm-hmm. He was pretty pretty uh, defiant up to the end. Yeah, yeah, he was talking shit to the people. Right? Yeah, I never begged for his life, nothing. Yeah, and I learned something about hanging that day, too. What's that? Well, see, I always thought, I always thought that the thing would drop you and then it would just it would go up and and you'd suffocate to death mm-hmm. but actually the way you put the the, lo- the noose mm-hmm. they put it to the side and when they drop you it breaks your neck yeah that's how it's supposed to be done right but, but then if sometimes they would do it wrong and right. the person and then they would just let them hang until they choked yeah see that's what i thought happened every time no no i wasn't aware of that yeah, no, that, that's how it was supposed to be done, and, and and some hangmen would just do it wrong or sloppily, and the person would end up suffocating on the end of the rope, which is sad. Quick, but, uh, can I take a quick side route real quick? Yeah. Um, this is something 
I don't even know if I've ever talked to you. Basically, Obama now he they're going to start trying some of these terrorists. Mm-hmm. They're going to that were involved in nine eleven. They're going to start trying them in New York City, mm-hmm. rather than in military tribunals. Mm. And people are freaking the fuck out. Why? Because they think they don't want they don't want the people to a even be on U.S. soil ever again. They say it's a tragedy that they're in the same city that that they destroyed they're really good at mock outrage right but but uh and then you hear things like oh well didn't you know that federal prisoners get get up to they get they're guaranteed 10 visitors per month and they're guaranteed to have as many letters sent out and as many letters sent in as they want and they can have any pictures they want and then you're like look that's not true at a supermax prison if they if they put them on ag seg uh, which is administration administrative segregation, mm-hmm. they're going to be in a cell twenty three hours a day. Mm-hmm. Twice a week, they get a step one foot out of the cell into a portable shower. While they're handcuffed, they're going to have almost boiling water mixed with mixed with some like degreaser type of soap dumped on them. <laughs> then they're going to be put in that cell. And one hour a day, they're take to, taken out in a cage that's about eight by ten where they can walk around in circles, do push-ups, mm. uh, crunches, and lunges. That's all they're allowed to do. Mm-hmm. Now, what the right's saying is, oh, they're going to be in these prisons. What they're going to do is they're going to talk, they're going to convert people to Islam, then convert them to be terrorists. And back when the first uh, the first Trade Center bombing happened, there was a guy that got locked up, but his name escapes me, but I have a feeling it either has Muhammad or Al in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, there there's rumors that he had something to do with 9-11 that he at least picked the spot what buildings to hit and he did it from prison so that's what they think they think that the they're going to go to New York they're going to get found guilty they're going to get life because they don't realize they're not going to get life if they get found guilty they're going to get death and it's going to go fast and uh, I'm against the death penalty but I have no problem with any of those terrorists being Benito Mussolini style hung right there at ground zero. Uh-huh. You know, I'm talking about like cut their cocks off, put it in their mouth and drag them down the street like they did to Mussolini. That's fine with me. And I'm totally against the death penalty. <laughs> and I'm against the death penalty only because I see all these cases where the DNA evidence gets people off. Uh-huh. But in cases like Malvo, where it's obvious, in cases like these terrorists, where it's obvious, fuck them. Speaking of terrorists, um, Lou Dobbs, he's leaving CNN, huh? <laughs> Good segue. I was trying to yeah. think, like, where's she going to go with this? We already talked about Kanye. So, um, yeah, so what, did you ever find out what is behind that? Now, Lou Dobbs was to CNN what, what Shepard Smith, I think, is to Fox. Right, he's the... Uh... Well, no, no. Well, because Lou Dobbs isn't respected. Shepard Smith is pretty respected, I think. Yeah. But, what but you're I mean, saying is he's, what, he's not the voice of what. See, the thing is, here, there's a couple reasons that's flawed. That's saying that CNN is very left wing, or even partially left wing. At this point, CNN is either middle of the road or, or right wing. Mm-hmm. It, they're not like that anymore. MSNBC is the left wing. Mm-hmm. CNN is the middle. Fox is the right. Mm-hmm. What. Uh, Lou Dobbs is is the old Glenn Beck of CNN because that's where Glenn Beck came from mm. before he was on the morning zoo. Yeah. So why is he leaving? Um, he, there's a tremendous backlash against him. Um, for a he 
he's always talking shit about Mexicans. He said all kinds of crazy things. He said that illegal aliens are bringing leprosy into the country. If you think I'm lying, throw it into Google, people. He said that. Right. Um, he just says all kinds of – he really, really hates Mexicans. He, he That's his bread and butter issue, kind of like mine is health care. Mm-hmm. You know, every, that's his. And he, every day he gets on. Um, he really jumped the shark when he started to, uh, to embrace the birther movement. And then the birther movement, of course, is the people that uh, aren't convinced that Barack Obama was born in the United States and all of a sudden are, know the difference between one kind of birth certificate and another when they want to see Obama's birth certificate as if they have any right to have any any right to look at any personal document of our president. Cause I've, so, I, but back to Lou Dobbs. Why, why that is, is Lou leaving? Dobbs. That's what a birth, oh, okay. He's a birther. So he's leaving... For that when, reason? Yeah. Well, where I was going was uh, he's a birther, and once he started his birther shit, that's when they really started going after him, the left, and they started the boycott Lou Dobbs just like they started the boycott Glenn Beck thing mm-hmm. because the birther movement is a racist thing. Mm-hmm. If Obama was born in Hawaii and his dad was from Eastern Europe, they, they wouldn't want to see a fucking birth certificate. So he was he was run off by the left wing then. Based, is that what you're saying? Kind of. What I'm saying is that once he started the birther shit, the left the left wing started attacking him, and the, once you start getting attacked by the left wing, they're good. Mm-hmm. They attack you at all angles. They, they they have websites that are just like everyday new news about him. Well, the right Every, wing does that too. Yeah, but they suck at it. The I don't the, know. the left is better at grassroots than the right is. Right. Just because, just because intelligence has a known liberal bias, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, they just they were attacking him on all fronts. They, they that, that's actually true. I was laughing. You had you had a chart once that showed like IQs per state, and it was like the blue states were always higher than the red states. Right. <laughs> that's pretty funny. It's pretty obvious too. Yeah. I mean, if, and also, there's a great thing. I'll send you a link to it. Uh, it's from the last census where you can load up any congre- congressional district and it'll tell you what the medium income is, what the predominant race is. It'll tell you all the census information for every congressional district. Mm-hmm. And if, if they, if the per capita income is less than 20,000, damn, if it isn't a, a, a Republican. State. Yeah. I mean, well, that's a, funny. And those people really should be left wing. Right. Exactly. Well, I mean, as far as taxes and, and, and social rights, I mean, as like mm-hmm. healthcare issues and such. I mean, those people really should be on the left. Anyways, yeah. uh, we, we're going to have to move on because we're, we have a lot of topics here and we're running out of time. So Mike Tyson um, was arrested a few days ago in LAX for, for punching a paparazzi um, right. in the face. I think that's completely unfair. What? Uh, that, that he should be in any trouble for that. I don't know. It depends on the situation. He's Tyson, Mike Tyson. Tyson well, I'm not... loses his, his shit sometimes. Yeah, he's Mike Tyson. If you're a paparazzi, leave Yeah, you should know up. to stay away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's a good point. If I mean, I wouldn't go up to Mike Tyson and talk any smack or get no. in his face, period. I mean, the guy doesn't have too much... I mean, his brain is, like, probably so shaken up. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, and the guy has, like, a punch that's, like... I mean, didn't they, like, I don't know how they measure his punch, but it's supposed to be some tremendous punch. Yeah, well, who knows what's left of it, but he's still Mike fucking Tyson. He'll bite yeah. your balls off. Yeah. I mean, I've seen Mike Tyson He'll twice. Your children. <laughs> I've seen, 
yeah, I've seen Mike Tyson twice at clubs around here. Uh-huh. And, you know, just just like a lot of people, you know, you see a famous person, you want to go up to him and say, hey, man, what are you doing? How are you? Can I take a cell phone picture with you? Can you sign this? That didn't even cross my fucking mind. Yeah. I was just funny. like, don't make eye contact. Yeah, look down. Definitely don't look at the four white chicks <laughs> that, that he's doing coke with in the middle of axis radius. Yeah. You know, just, just move on. Right. And if he looks at you, just, just it's kind of like when you see a pit bull or something that's not yeah. on a leash. Yeah. You kind of like don't get scared because they smell fear. Don't get don't, scared because they smell fear. That's on, a, on, on the other hand, though, check this out. Mm-hmm. If that paparazzi guy sues Mike Tyson and makes a million dollars, I think I would take a punch for Mike Tyson for a million dollars. That's a question that's gone down. That that started since he was 18 years old. Would you take a punch for Mike Tyson for a million dollars? I would. You would? Yeah. Wouldn't you? Um, now? Yeah. Back when he was at his height? No. Because he could, he could break your face. Now, are you speaking with a glove or without a glove? Box- I don't know. What's better? Either way. I would do it either way. You, he, he could kill you. With his bare... I mean, which is if the more powerful If you went bare knuckle hit? to your face, he uh-huh. could push your nose into your brain and kill you. That's well, true. I could do that if you do it just right, but he could yeah. do it any which way he tries to aim it. Hmm. But I would take a broken nose for a million dollars. Yeah, I'd take a broken nose. I just don't want the shard of the nose to end up in my frontal cortex. That's true. Um, but... um. But, but anyway, so so Tyson was arrested for for punching out this paparazzi, mm-hmm. and so being the the media whore that he is, um, Sheriff Joe Arpaio from Arizona, great man, yeah, which is where Tyson lives, and is I now do. is now doing all all the press that he can, saying you know Tyson better not be convicted in Los Angeles because then he broke his probation in Arizona from 2007, his cocaine charge and DUI charge, mm-hmm. which he did like one day in Tent City in 2007. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't even make it to the tents. He actually did it in uh, Durango. Which is... Oh, so he didn't do Tent City then? No. Because in the press it says he did, the Arpaio saying that he was in Tent City. No, he wasn't. But anyways, Arpaio's jumping on the publicity bandwagon saying, well, you know, I'm going to get my hands on on Mike Tyson, so, so Arpaio's I agree with got that. himself in the news again. Arpaio's correct on that matter. I mean, I mean, Arpaio's generally never wrong, mm-hmm. and uh, he's right on this. I mean, the guy's yeah. on probation. I don't know why he left the state in the first place. Yeah. Now you're just saying he's never wrong because you live in Arizona. <laughs> and I'm on probation in Maricopa yeah. County as well. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think all of his illegal. Ra- I mean, all of his raids that he does that aren't illegal oh wait a minute wait a minute you know what did you see that youtube video of that court case when um there was a female attorney yeah you probably saw it on my facebook wall was it when when the 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 maricopa county sheriff's department one Mm -hmm. of the one of the sheriffs walked behind this attorney who was presenting her case to the judge Mm -hmm. goes into her folder of documents Mm -hmm. pulls out some document mm-hmm. hands it to another officer mm-hmm. to go make a copy of it who knows if that's what they were going to do if they, if it wasn't noticed by people in the in the in in the in the courtroom then they might have think, suppressed the uh, suppress the evidence you think suppress is a really nice word for throwing it away mm-hmm. what was yeah. the document exactly i, I don't know I, I i had i haven't done a lot of research into it but yeah that that's some scary ass shit there too 
But so so Arpaio goes and defends this guy and says, we have every right to protect our courts, our courthouses. Well, it turns yeah, out the, she the went judge to the metal did, detector. The, the judge did too. Yeah, there's metal detectors and everything. Yeah, the judge told the woman just to calm down. Yeah, calm the, down. The and she said, listen, yeah. the, the they're here to protect this court and they're – you, there's a sign on the wall that says you're subject to search and seizure upon enter entering this courtroom so they didn't break any laws hmm. it would seem that, that her civil rights or the, the criminal that she was defending civil rights were violated oh they definitely were and but it won't it won't happen here it, it won't happen in Arizona mm-hmm. it it will most likely go to a federal court if if that person that I you saw the defendant. It didn't look like he had a large, you know, staff of of lawyers waiting in the wings to help him. Yeah, I think she was a public defender. Yeah, I'd, I'd guess by the tattoo tear, the shaved head, and the the goatee <laughs> that that might have been a public defender. Yeah. And the fact that he was already in stripes and he was still in trial. Usually, if you can afford a, a pay lawyer, you uh-huh. you're out on bail. Ah, uh, okay. So. Uh, but yeah, that I I couldn't believe the gall of that. Of that police officer, that sheriff, yeah, to to just come up and go in her freaking file. To to be to be real, just just because I'm a stickler for detail, they're not sheriffs. He's what a correct. He's a corrections officer. He makes. So seven, he doesn't work for Arpaio, or does he, he works for Arpaio? Okay. But he's 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 a corrections officer. Um, he's he, he he's called a detention officer. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not a sheriff. He can't arrest you on the street any more than I can arrest you on the street, put you under citizen's arrest. Mm-hmm. Um, if he works for three years or four years and then takes another set of tests, then he'll be a sheriff. But he's so what, not a sheriff. Well, if that's the case, then what gives him the right to, to search and, and seizure? Just the sign that on the outside of the courtroom that says anybody who enters this building can be searched and seized. But so does that mean I can go in and do and search and seize? No, something? they... You don't have to be a sheriff to enforce the law. They, they are. It, he is a law enforcement officer. Okay. He's just not a sheriff. Mm-hmm. And he makes $17 an hour, and he works 60 hours a week, and he's not paid any overtime. He most likely beats his wife. He drives a car that's before 2000. Most likely it's a Hyundai or a Kia, and he's probably gay, allegedly. Not that I would want to defame anybody from... Arizona. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. But um, so anyway, so Mike Tyson in in trouble again. Now Palin had a new book come out, mm-hmm. and the press is just going crazy with the fact checking. Yeah, so, AP AP had eleven fact checkers on it. So what what have they found? Um, so f- I, so far it's just a lot of just really dumb stuff. Like for mm-hmm. instance, I mean, not only is the AP fact checking it. Even the McCain camp is coming out and saying it's bullshit. Hmm. Like uh, Sarah, Sarah Palin was like, uh, Sarah Palin said that uh, he wanted to go on that that she wanted to go on Saturday Night Live. The McCain campaign had email evidence saying that no, she didn't. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Sarah Palin said Steve Schmidt, which is one of the head of the head of McCain's campaign, yelled at her. Mm-hmm. And then they have email evidence that says no, that never happened. Then Palin said uh, the camp pe- campaign people sucked, and uh, pretty much the McCain camp said, "Hey, thanks for ruining the election for us." Mm. And then uh, you know she blamed the McCain campaign for not being prepared for a Katie Couric interview, 
you know. She blamed the cam- the campaign for her not being prepared. Well, yes. and not to defend her, but they probably did suggest that she go on that cuz I don't think she would have gone on that had had it not cleared the campaign. No, I think she would. I think she thinks she's intelligent. I think you, you know what she said in 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 the thing, you know the Charlie Gibson issue? Yeah. Or the Charlie Gibson interview, the one where she said a lot of the stupid stuff. Right. Not the not the stupid stuff she said with Kirk, but the other one, like yeah. when she was asked what the the Bush doctrine was, or what if she agreed with the Bush doctrine, and she said, "In what respect, Charlie?" Mm-hmm. And then he asked her, "What do you think the Bush doctrine is?" And then she said, "Like a rambling uh, Miss South Carolina, like the Iraqi people, such as, and really education and maps in the U.S. and the Iraq." I mean, she just went nuts. Mm-hmm. And then in the book, she said that Charlie Gibson didn't ask him any real substantive questions. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. That's funny. Yeah, it's real funny. So, is the book out already? Yeah, it's called Going Going Rogue, mm-hmm. and then uh, The Nation, which is a, a left wing magazine, put out a put out a book with a similar pose that looks just the same, but it's called Going Rouge. Oh. <laughs> and uh, another pe- another person put out a book with the same kind of picture, and it's it's called something like Sarah Palin, America's Nightmare. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can get the book for free if you subscribe to uh, any of the uh, litany of right wing news sites. Like if you go to Newsmax.com, which mm-hmm. I don't recommend for anybody, um, you can get the if you sign up for a thirty six month subscription, they'll give you a free copy. Hmm, and if you sign up for a year, it's only eight bucks for the book. Oh, that's just great! I'll just wait until it comes out in big lots for a dollar. I, I'm I'm sure it's on the torrents right now. I have I have no interest in reading it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I had interest in. Remember when the text of her speech when she quit came out, mm-hmm. and how like random capitalization of words and. Right. exclamation points in the middle of words that I'd like to read that yeah. I don't want to read what some ghostwriter wrote for her that's true I have no no intention of reading it I'll read people that that do read it but I'm not going to read it kind of like I don't like what I, I won't watch Fox News anymore but I'll watch right. but I'll subscribe to media matters whose logo whose uh, trademark is we watch Fox News so you don't have to right yeah that's um cool. but the rhetoric in, with Sarah Palin, and I'll, we, I'll end the Sarah Palin shit with this, is uh, her rhetoric has gotten to the point where even Fox News had to fact check her. <laughs> she was going around saying, now that Obama's president, he took the In God We Trust that's on every quarter, mm-hmm. and on the, state, on the new state quarters that are coming out, it's smaller, the In God We Trust, and it's pushed a little farther out to the edge. Mm-hmm. And she tried to blame... Uh, she tried to blame Obama for that, saying that we're moving away from America because she's one of those people how there's good Americans and bad Americans. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, Fox News had to get on the air and say, yeah, that actually happened and was done during George Bush's presidency. And yeah, because it, it takes a while to get that stuff on the press. Yeah, know? quarters don't exactly print themselves. Yeah, it takes a while to design it and to make the, what do you call them, the, the plates per- or whatever. Yeah, I don't know the place. exact word. Press. Yeah. But anyway, so um, Carrie Prejean, the Miss America, the whatever she was, mm-hmm. 
um, Miss USA. I, I don't know. I, the, whatever. She was nothing. She was Miss California. Yeah. Well, whatever Trump's involved in. So she's the Christian who spoke against gays and, and right. had to was booted from Donald Trump's um, Miss America organization. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Good Christian, God fearing Christian woman. Um, I think it's Miss USA. Whatever. But yeah. um, she, yeah, it's all it's the same bullshit. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I should have said that. Don't I feel bad it, about don't it. Don't care. Yeah. Fuck them. Um, but she um. She was suing the Miss America organization mm-hmm. um, until someone got a hold of a video of her. Mm-hmm. Um, Have you heard her. about that video? Yeah, that she's diddling her nether regions. Yeah, it's sister. more than that. Supposedly, it's so hardcore masturbation mm-hmm. that like even the porn sites don't want to put it out. No, I haven't heard that. I heard that. I have that, heard that. I heard that one porn site owns it, yeah. and and they own the rights to it. And they're going to f- to try and get her, try and pay her off to get the rights to to be able to put it out publicly. Mm-hmm. But if they don't, then they're going to go the route of Paris Hilton and do it anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and but then, no, I've heard it was really, really fucking graphic masturbation, really graphic. Yeah, but anyway, so so supposedly she's in there with the arbitrators. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, "Well, here, take a look at this video." And and she's looking at it, going, "Oh, that's disgusting!" Because it was it wasn't showing the face or anything. Mm-hmm. So then, so then finally, it shows her face, and <laughs> then she she had nothing to say. Yeah, and then she dropped the suit. And she dropped the suit, and now she won't talk about it. And then she was on Larry King. Did you see yeah, that clip? I didn't see it, but I heard the, the yeah, audio. It was she, hilarious. She was on Larry King, and he asked her, why did you drop your suit? And she said, you're being inappropriate, Larry. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, I'll stop being inappropriate, then we'll take a caller. And the caller asked about, he was a gay caller. Mm-hmm. And he asked her something, and she took off her mic mm-hmm. and started looking off camera at someone who was off camera. Mm-hmm. And... Um, would not cooperate at all with Larry King. And it's so, funny too, since I only heard the audio, mm-hmm. I could, as soon as the person called in, they're like, "Hi, um, I was just calling," and you you could tell it was a gay guy, right? Yeah, definitely. As soon as you can, you hear that voice, and I'm sure the video backs this up too. You hear the of yeah, her taking exactly. off the microphone. Exactly. She's like, "Oh shit, gay guy, run!" I mean, yeah. If I were her, if, I'd be afraid to answer gay guys' questions too. Oh, definitely. Because, you know, she's what's she going to back, back it up with Bible quotes? Yeah, I mean, once you get owned by fucking Perez Hilton, you, you yeah. might have pack it the fuck in. <laughs> no shit, because that guy does not fact check for shit, and she did get owned by it's him. It's not even fact checking. He's a fucking asshole. I mean, yeah. all she had to do was give a non-fucking answer. She'd be Miss USA right now. She'd be, yep. um, she'd be chilling for cover oh. girl and... Yeah, but the thing is, she's too fucking stupid. She's yeah, it, too dumb. Yeah, you know, but, which is why she's probably so pretty. I mean, yeah. I don't she, know why. If you listen to the answer, she was doing. She was doing great. It was a non-answer. She's like, you know, that's a personal issue. I think it's a personal issue. Mm-hmm. I think everybody should make up their own mind. You know, families are important. But uh, yeah, I, fag shouldn't marry. <laughs> it's like, why did you do that? You know, her dad was just like smacking his head. Like, uh, like, honey, if a guy with blue hair asks you anything about gay things, just go along with him. Yeah. We're talking about the Iraq such as, you know? Well, and, and like him or not, Perez Hilton has a fuck ton of fans. He's got uh, millions of subscribers on Twitter. He has millions of people go to his site on a daily basis, even though he's got no quality to his writing. Right. And a lot of people go there to hate him, but he gets breaking news. The same reason I go to the Drudger. Mm-hmm. 
I think the majority of the people go there to hate on the celebrities like he does. I yeah. don't think they go to hate on him. Yeah, but there are a lot of people. I don't know if he deletes his comments, but I've seen tons of negative comments on his on his. He deletes a lot of shit. He he puts out bad articles and then deletes them. You know, Shocking. Like the, the Michael Jackson one, like like or like the Fidel Castro is dead one. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. That was funny. So um, basically, Perez will never be the most trusted name in news. Absolutely not. But they're still giving him TV shows, and he's still working with record companies, you know, with his brand. And dude, I bet Balloon Boy's dad still gets a TV show. Man, this country. Oh, I is hate that down. family. I hate that family. I hate them. I hate the kids. I hate the parents. The kids are just going to grow up and be just like the parents. So let's just execute the whole family. Seriously. Yeah, I hate them. What, what, what my point is, they're still going to give him a fucking show. Yeah, he's going to get a show. That's how bad it's gotten in America. We want to watch a train wreck. Yeah, it's but like I the, will. I will never watch that show. It's like yes, I hate will. attention whores on the internet. No, I won't. You might not watch it on TV, but you will view a YouTube, a YouTube video of it. I'm sure there'll be a moment that I'll view on YouTube, mm-hmm. definitely. But I will not. I will not bow down and watch the show. No, 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 no. 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 But um, anyways, okay. So, so Yoko Ono has a new album. Yeah, I just I just wanted to make a quick note about that man. So everybody should go out and just just as a public service, I want everybody to go out and Google Jimmy Fallon, Yoko Ono. I thought you said it was Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel, I'm sorry. There's two Jimmys in late so night. That's too it? many Jimmys for me. Which it's Jimmy it? Kimmel. It's Jimmy Kimmel. Okay. Sorry, too many Jimmys okay. in late night for Chris. Sorry. Okay, and what are they gonna get when they Google that? Um, at a much higher pitch. To the do that point. wait do that again i'll really do it if you want <laughs> yeah do it back to edit the fucking show you're gonna have a hard time <laughs> okay never mind okay but it, it is like it's a it's a sound that only dogs can hear but you can still hear it you know it is horrible and it's just like it's impossible to listen without laughing it, I, I, I i guarantee any person cannot watch that without laughing but it, I just what I can't understand is Rolling Stones gave it four stars. Really? Oh, Rolling Stone fucking loves Yoko Ono, dude. Uh-huh. They've given every album of hers five stars. Every album. This is the first album that she hasn't gotten five stars. Mm-hmm. And and I just want to go up to. I, I want to ask Jan Winner, whatever the fuck his name is, uh, w- when you were listening and what what was that one star taken off for? You know? Yeah. Between the four and the five, do you think she just didn't get high enough? Or do you think the fact that the song had no words, or do you think the fact that most of the instruments were really, were really just articles of furniture? What was that one star? Do you think she could have just reached a little harder? What was it? Tell me. So funny. I don't know if yeah. she's not deal with the devil or if what it is, but but Rolling Stones will never say anything bad. The Rolling Stone will never say any bad thing about Yoko Ono, and I don't understand it. And I'm not yeah, not not a fan of Yoko Ono, but I mean, uh, and and she has enough money she can stop making albums. Seriously, yeah, stop, just stop. She, she just stopped stop. a lot of things. Breed, no, I, never mind. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, she did stop breeding at least. She stopped. I, I shine, was going to say but, breathing, um, but oh, I thought we were going to say breeding. <laughs> but I think um, I've been out of line. So, anyways, um, go check us out on podcastalley.com. Search for Zlist and give us a vote if you can. Um, check out the blog zzzlist.com. And call our voicemail, 310-439-9979. Thanks for listening. Good night.